Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, where we share strategies, tech, tools, and mindset to help you create a life and a career that you love. Something I love talking about. I love it. One of the biggest tools that I employ in creating a life and career I love is goal setting. Now, goal setting is nothing without action. You have to actually put in the work. You have to do the things in order to accomplish the goals. Like you can't just write it down and then expect it to happen. You actually have to get into action. But to know how to act, to know where to be most effective, you've got to have goals written down and then break that down into action steps. And this is a time of year when I often, or when I typically, most times, almost every year now, I'm getting better at it, Set my agenda for the following year. What do I want to accomplish? What, at the end of the year, will have made this year a success? So like now that we're at the end of 2022, and I look back and think about what I've done, what I didn't get done, the the things that went right and the things that went wrong, what is it that made the year a success? And too often... I find that the year's not as big a success as I wish it would be. And it's because I'm not going about setting my goals properly. I set the goals, but I don't follow through on breaking that down into what I need to get done. I get sidetracked by all the other little things that come up in life. And if I can do the goal setting properly, then... It's easier to look back on the year once you reach this point and be like, wow, I did everything I wanted to do this year. So we're going to today do for myself a little review of 2022 or a 2022 reflection and then a 2023 projection for some of the things that I hope to be, do, and have in the following year and to kind of bring us up to speed on what we actually accomplished that we wanted to do this past year. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Strap in. I'm going to share some quotes with you, but first I'm going to pause the video, the audio, whatever, and got to check some messages. Be right back. All right, I am back. I had somebody messaging me thinking that I was late for a uh, a chat, and actually they were an hour early, so we got that all settled. But I'm back here getting this podcast to you. So in light of talking about goals and the path that we're walking on, I've got four quotes to share with you, I think. First one from Sylvia Plath. And she said, perhaps when we find ourselves wanting everything, it's because we're dangerously close to wanting nothing. I love that because so often when we don't know what we want, we go in so many different directions. Like we, when we feel so scattered, when we feel so pulled in so many different directions, it's because we don't know what we want, what we actually really, truly and honestly want. And then everything looks appealing. You know, when you, when you're going to go out to eat and you don't know, like if you're not hungry for a steak or for seafood or for sushi or for whatever it is, if you're not hungry for something specific, you're kind of hungry for everything. When you go shopping and you don't have a list in front of you and you're hungry and you're not following the list to get what you want, everything looks appealing and you end up spending another time as much as you would spend if you had a list of what you wanted. When you don't know what you want 
or when you want nothing, you often end up wanting everything. So figure that out. Do the work it takes. That's where goals come in. Here's another one. Be grateful for what you already have while you pursue your goals. If you're not grateful for what you already have, what makes you think you'd be happy with more? So true. Like We have to practice gratefulness. Practice gratitude daily. Or who's to say that having more, getting more, achieving more, being more, doing more is going to bring more happiness? It's not. If you can't be happy be joyful, be content where you're at, more is not going to bring you the content, the contentedness that you're longing for. Here is a great one. And this is one that speaks so deeply to me because it it encapsulates the fear of letting go of one thing that's a sure thing for me and falling into another thing. Anyone whose goal is something higher must expect someday to suffer vertigo. And what is vertigo? Is it a fear of falling? No. Vertigo is something other than the fear of falling. It is the voice of the emptiness below us which tempts us and lures us. It is the desire to fall against which, terrified, we defend ourselves. I can't express how deeply that speaks to me. Maybe to you as well. So often when there's something that we desperately want, whether that's starting a business, whether that is marrying the girl, whether that is purchasing a new coaching program or buying a piece of equipment or buying a house or whatever that thing is, when we want something so bad, and we can't see a clear path to it, and we have a sure thing over here, it's hard to let go of that thing and feel like we're falling into the nothingness of what we want. It's the voice of the emptiness below which tempts us and lures us. It's the desire to fall into that other thing against which we defend ourselves because we're terrified of the unknown. We hang on to these dirty rags when we could be having these robes over here, potentially. You know, we're so sure that these pennies are going to save our life that we hang on to them and can't accept the millions. That's how I liken it. This last one here. It reminds me of something that we talked about last night on the Fireside Freedom podcast. The, the question came up of the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? What does life mean? What is life for you? And here is a quote that just encapsulates it. Roy T. Bennett from The Light in the Heart said, Learn to light a candle in the darkest moments of someone's life. Be the light that helps others see. It's what gives life its deepest significance. Be the light that helps others see. It's what gives it its deepest significance. So when we have the question of the meaning of life, the easiest place to start, the easiest place to find meaning is to use what you're naturally gifted in. Use the talents, the skills, the interests, the gifts that, our creator designed us with, 
and to use those as a light to help others see. That is what gives life meaning and significance. So enough on that. Let's jump into the main topic of the show, kind of a uh, 2022 um, review and a 2023 preview. So let's jump right into it. I'm going to first read through my list of things that I wrote down last year that I wanted to do in 2022. And on each one, I'll say whether I was successful or not in that. So the first one is to read one self-improvement book every month. That would have been 12. I think I maybe got five or six. I should have gotten more. So I'm 50% on that one. The second one was to increase my daily devotional time to an hour. I may be at 30 minutes. So again, 50%. The third one is to not spend time wasting movies and shows or not, not waste my time watching movies and TV shows during the week. Save that for the weekends. I did fairly well on that, but there were times when I fell off the bandwagon. Typically during mealtimes, you know, we'll sit down and be like, let's just watch a movie while we eat. It, it, I've done a lot better at limiting that from going three, four, five episodes and just being while we eat, we watch an episode and then it's done. So I've, I've majorly improved on that one. The fourth one that I wrote down is to start a boys skills camp. And that would be something I'd run one to two times a year and it's a three day camp. I did not do that. And I may be shifting kind of what I want on that slightly, but I did, I had it scheduled and I had some interest. I had a couple people sign up and I had to reschedule it and it just, it never came to fruition. The next one was a, uh, successful life coaching business focused on teens, helping teens create a life and career they love to actually be intentional with the life they create. I have not achieved success in that yet. I haven't, yeah, it's, it hasn't taken off like I'm hoping. And I hate that I say this every year, but it's a slow process. I'm all constantly moving towards that mark. The next one is to be more consistent with my content creation and sharing it around in all the social medias. I've done pretty well at that. I am pretty consistent with the content that I do create, but I don't share it as much as I used to. And I would like to add more content into the mix. I also have writing a book for teens called 100 Keys to Winning at Life. I've got some of the keys written, I don't have it all filled out. I don't have it finished. I'm nowhere near finishing that. So that one's still unchecked. I also have guesting on five different podcasts. I think I got that, although I don't remember all the podcasts I was on last year. The next one is 10% of my income from coaching, affiliate, and podcasting. And I did not achieve that either. And then the last one that I have written down last year is to expand my construction business to products or to um, rather than just a time for money thing, more of a kind of a membership or a uh, – I'm not even sure how to describe it, like a uh, – or a maintenance plan, kind of that idea. And I'm working on that. I haven't achieved that yet. That is something that – is happening this year. So let's go on and look at the 2022 review and highlights. And I have a paper here that you can download. It's the uh, Set Your Compass 
it's a review of 2022 and then also where you can set your compass for 2023 for the year ahead. So we're going to go through the year in review. What top five things did I achieve in 2022? And I did not, I was not able to fill all of these out because I have a hard time remembering things from the past. When it, when it, when an event happens, it's like it falls off a cliff for me and it's all I can do to remember that it happened. I probably will forget it. So top achievements in 2022. One was speaking at Self-Reliance Festival. First time I've ever done something like that. Something I've been working up to, working towards. I had fun with it. I was told I did okay at it. Um, I should go back and watch the video that I recorded. I have listened to it. I need to go back and watch it and just watch my gestures, my mannerisms, how I delivered it. I, I would like to see some of that. Um, the next, the second thing that I achieved in 2022, and a lot of people do this, but this was a big step for my wife and I, and that was getting a construction loan to finish out our house, which has not happened yet. That will happen this year. We're working towards that. It is happening. And the third thing I have is installing a wood stove in our camper. That was huge. Like that has been a game changer for our cold weather time. That that's been awesome. I love it. Top five challenges that I overcame in 2022. I only have one written down and that was the fear of speaking. What main, or what did I learn from my career and my main role in life? The number one thing that I've learned is that it's easier when you love it. That's why I talk about creating a life and career that you love. I start with life because You've got to know what you like about life. What do you enjoy doing? What is it that you love to do in life? And then build your career around that. That's why I talk about a life and career you love. It's easier when you love it. And the second thing is that the work is there when you need it. And that goes back to that quote I said about vertigo. It's the voice of emptiness below us, which tempts us and lures us. It's the desire to fall against which we defend ourselves. The work is there when you need it. So often when we set out to do something, if we make a half-assed attempt at it, there's nothing there to catch us. But if you go all in, it's usually okay. It ends up being there when you need it. What did I learn about myself in 2022? That I can speak. I might not be great at it, but I can do it. Um, I don't manage money that well. I'm working on that. It's something that I'm always learning about, working towards trying to get better at. And also that I don't like unknowns. That goes back to that quote again. The fear of falling into that emptiness because we don't know what's there. The unknown. What new or existing relationships did I develop in 2022? My friend Gabby, who is a marketer and has, I have taken her marketing course, Marketing by Gabby. If you would like to go have some marketing done for you, somebody who is extremely good at it, has done it for a long time, marketingbygabby.com. Um, developed that relationship through the Self-Reliance Festival. So that was good. Also, Kerry Brown, me and him have been back and forth a little more this past year. I've known him for several years, but this past year we've 
He's been to my place for a couple of days and helped me out on some projects. I went to his place and consulted with him on a project that he's working on. Also, two of my friends who have been friends for quite a few years, we went to a new level this past year with my personal mastermind, um, Doug and Johnny. Both of those guys have been huge, a huge boost for me just in daily life. Like we have to have people around us that are encouraging, that are, that you can have fun with, that, that you just enjoy sitting and chatting to about nothing. Like I hate talking about nothing. Unless it's a good friend. Even then, sometimes talking about nothing is like, can we talk about something? But with these guys, we get together every Wednesday morning and we chat about life. Like, what's been going on in your life? What are are you struggling through? What are you working through? What What questions do you have? What are you working towards by the end of this week, month, year, decade? What is it that you are working towards? And how can we help you get there? I've I've loved it this past year and we're and we're continuing that into this next year which is super exciting to me to see where that goes. And then also the Fireside Freedom podcast crew. I mentioned these guys earlier, guys and gals, and some of them have come and gone and there's new faces in there as well. But it's been interesting getting to know each and every one of them and and growing in our friendship and how we can help each other out in life boost each other in our content that we create, um, guesting on each other's podcasts and things like that. So that's, that's been a lot of fun. What new or what did I create or bring into the world in 2022? All I have down is two things, a podcast and YouTube videos. Those, those are the things each and every week that I put out there. How did I make a difference in the world in 2022? One I have is my podcast. I hope that made a difference for some people. I've heard from a few people that they really like how the the things that I deliver and hopefully how I deliver it. I hope it challenges you and pushes you to go after maybe not necessarily more than what you have because we don't always need more. But we always need a challenge in order to be moving forward. We always have to be bettering ourselves. There are times, absolutely, when when you need to sit back and rest, sure. But life moves forward. And if you don't move forward with it, what are you doing? You're dying. So I hope that my podcast has challenged you to not only better your own life, but to better the lives of your community, of your family, of everybody that you come into contact with. The second thing, the way I made a difference in the world is with my construction business, specifically building decks. That's the thing that I'm best at, and that's the thing that I enjoy doing the most because it's simple, it's fun, it's easy, which is also simple. And I don't know, it's, it's a quick turnaround And yeah, it it makes a place stand out and look good. Where I had the most fun, two events specifically. The first one was speaking at Self-Reliance Festival. It was fun. I wasn't sure how I'd do, and I felt like it went well, and I had fun with it. The second one was watching the UGA, the University of Georgia Bulldogs, versus the Tennessee, what are they, the Volunteers. Uh, That was a fun football game to watch. Georgia destroyed Tennessee, and my buddy came up to visit me that weekend. It was for my birthday, and we went out and watched that game, 
at a local Buffalo Wild Wings, which is in Tennessee. So we were in enemy territory, hooting and hollering, having a ball. We had a great time. <laughs> we didn't make many friends that day, but we had a lot of fun because we had the turnout that we wanted. So I'm going to move on to 2023, the preview and preparation, and kind of tell you some of the things that I wrote down that I want to accomplish this year, or it's kind of the same list, but projecting it into the future. And then I'm going to go through what I wrote down uh, for my goals in 2023. So what top five things do I want to achieve in 2023? I've only got three. And uh, one of those is to deep read 12 personal development books. And at least 50% of that is a done deal because of my membership that I've created. That is the Level Up membership. Every two months, we're going to go through and study a personal development book to help us grow in our personal, spiritual, or business lives. That's to, to move us towards accomplishing the goals that we want and towards making a difference in the world. So that is every two months, we go through one book. We have two meetings a month talking. One is about the book. One is about pushing us towards our goals. And so we'll be going automatically through six books this year. And um, so I have another six books that I can read or listen to on my own outside of the Level Up membership. If that's something you're interested in joining, just reach out to me, Ken, at ConstructiveLiberty.com, and I can hook you up with um, – where you can find out more information and we can get you signed up if that's something you're interested in. The second thing I want to achieve in 2023 is to grow my YouTube channel or channels, which I'm in the process of working out how all of that uh, plays together. You know, whether I combine that all into one YouTube channel or go multiple, I'm not sure yet, but to at least grow the YouTube channel with my name on it to a thousand subscribers. I think I'm at 123 subscribers. It's a kind of a cool number, but I'd like to make that 1,234 subscribers. That's a better number by the end of the year. The third thing I have on the list is sales school certification. It's a coaching program that I signed up for starting in January. Actually, next Tuesday is the first day of sales school class. It's a six-month program, and it ends with a conference, I think, in Minneapolis. So I've got to drive to Minnesota to go to a conference. It's going to be fun. get to meet a lot of cool people. So the sales school certification is the big thing that um, – one. One of the things I want to achieve in 2023, top five challenges I anticipate in the year ahead is changing my core identity. I've realized probably multiple times over the last couple of years that one of the reasons why my, my coaching consulting business has not taken off is because that's not my identity. I struggle to change my identity from a good builder, from somebody who can build awesome things, decks, pole barns, you name it. I do good work in construction. That's been my identity my whole life. From five years old on up, I've worked in construction. I went to work with dad starting when I was five years old and learned it, mastered it through those years. 
I'm 36 now. So that's 31 years of identity that I'm trying to shift and change to be more of a coach and consultant and help other people start their own businesses, to help others create a life and career that they love, doing work that they're good at and that they love and making a difference for other people in the world. So changing my core identity is going to be key in making that happen. Um, The second one is learning new business. I have to completely relearn what I think about business and, and how to grow that. I don't know how to do a an information type business because mine has always been service or product based. Like here is the result that I'm selling you. And when it's an information based business, it's completely different because people can't see the tangible. It has a lot more potential but it's a uh, it's harder to help people see what the result is. So learning new business, um, creating multiple income streams is another one. Navigating technology that I'll need as I go more and more to the coaching consulting side and less and less on the construction side. And then the fifth challenge is overcoming myself, getting out of my own way, overcoming the fears, the the thoughts, the anxiety, all of the things that will come up. I need to overcome that. So what do I need to learn in the year ahead? I've got three things. I need to learn to be more curious, not have to have all the answers, but just curiosity to seek it out. And especially when I'm coaching somebody, helping them figure out what it is that they love, what what they're doing, where they're going in life, just to be curious. I don't know what the right answers are for you, But my curiosity can help you figure that out. And that is the essence of what a coach does, is be curious about their clients. Help them ask the questions that they're afraid to ask. Help them ask the questions that they don't even know they need to ask. That's the number one thing that I need to learn in the year ahead, is how to be more curious. The second one is effective speaking. I know when I listen back to my podcast or watch my videos, I have so many filler words and I don't like that. I don't like my mouth noises and I'm not sure how to get over that. I don't, it drives me crazy. I don't see, sometimes I'm like, why does anybody listen to my podcast? Because I don't like the sound of my voice sometimes. I don't like how I deliver things. And as I listen to those and I try to get better, I realize that, Effective speaking has so much more to do than just delivering the message. It also has to do with how you deliver the message. And so I'm learning delivery. I'm learning how to format sentences, how to structure content to best make an impact on people. And the last one that I have written down that I need to learn in the year ahead is going back to that sales school that I talked about my achievement, the things I need to achieve. I need to learn effective selling. And selling is not just, I convince you to give me your money. It is showing people how you can serve them. How can what I offer fill a need that you have? And if my offer and your need doesn't line up, then to be okay with letting go of that. But to not be afraid that when you see a need, to show the person that, hey, 
I offer a solution to that need. Would you like my help in that? I can do that. And that's, that is the biggest thing I got to learn. One of them. So what do I want to grow or learn about myself this year? One thing that I've learned over, well, I've always known this, but uh, one thing that I've really tried to be more aware of this past year is connecting to my emotions. Not to be an emotional person, somebody who's led about by their emotions, but somebody who can feel, who knows what, how to recognize and, and accept those feelings. Somebody who's not afraid of them. I think maybe I'm afraid of emotions, so I need to be able to allow them to happen instead of putting a cap on them and tossing the bottle in the shelf or in the trash. The second one is to be able to sit in silence. I have a bad problem of either always listening to something or watching a video or scrolling social media or learning something or doing something and I can't, I don't allow myself to sit in silence and think and learn and reflect. And I need to do more of that. The other thing I need to learn about myself is what's holding me back. And so often that's me. I hold myself back. But what I need to learn what specifically I'm doing or the thoughts, the emotions, the whatever it is about me, I need to learn what specifically is holding me back. What relationships would I like to grow and develop? Well, number one, I only have one on the list right now, and that is the Faith to Influence crew. And those are the people who do the sales school. They are a Christian coaching organization, which is what I loved about them. That's what drew me to them in the first place about a year ago. Finally broke down and signed up for their sales school. Super excited to jump into that starting next Tuesday. It's yeah. So the Faith to Influence crew is the develop the relationship that I need to grow and develop. What would I like to create or bring into the world in 2023? I'm going to go in reverse order. This one here is a maybe. I would it's something that I've thought about for years and I'm not sure how to make that happen, but it's this should maybe be within the next 5 years, but that's a skills academy. I would love to have a building where I can have a small wood shop, where I can teach welding, where I can teach real world skills and help people develop in that, figure out what they love to do, what they enjoy doing, and create a business in that. This next one also probably needs to be more of a five-year projection, but it's a six-figure coaching business. I don't see that happening this year. I mean, it could, it could take off. I just have to learn how to make it happen. But eventually I want that to happen. Next, a top podcast for young entrepreneurs. I want this podcast along with another one I'm growing or starting called Building Small Business. I'm still working out the details of how I'll combine the two podcasts. I think I know kind of the direction I'm going, but I want to have a top podcast. It doesn't have to be the top, but a very high up, very well-respected, highly listened to podcast focused on young entrepreneurs, helping them grow their business. And this last one, which is actually the top of my list, is the most exciting and terrifying. And I want to create 
not me specifically, but to help others create through my coaching businesses, through my coaching business, I want to bring into the world 100 new small businesses or solopreneur ventures or whatever you call it. If I would hear from 100 people at the end of the year that because of something I did or said or the way I helped them, they started a business, if I heard from 100 different people, wow, like that would be unbelievable. I I don't even know what I would do with that. That alone would make the year a success. Next is how specifically will I make a difference in the world in 2023? Big or small, how will I help others? Number one is in my membership, level up. Again, send me an email if you're interested. I'll also, I'll, I'll just go ahead and drop the link in the show notes where you can go check that out or send me an email if you want to have a conversation about it. Uh, number two is one-on-one coaching, helping people develop their own small businesses. Number three is speaking and presenting at different events. I don't know which events yet, but it's going to happen. Number four is my podcast live streams and the YouTubes that I put out. And then number five, which should probably be first, is faith-based leadership. So many leadership people out there leave out the faith side of things. And I, I don't see how you can separate biblical faith from life because you have to have a foundation on which you build your life. And the only solid foundation that I've found is the Bible. So faith-based leadership is probably the number one way that I choose to make a difference in the coming year. And then the last one, this one is how will I enjoy myself and have fun in my life in 2023? If you've been listening to the podcast for the last couple of months, you know I've been working on how to make life fun again. So I had to have this in there. How will I enjoy myself and make life fun in 2023? One is to get curious about people. I need to bring back the curiosity. It helps in conversation. It helps me to help other people. It helps me to develop stronger, better relationships with other people. It helps me to be a better person myself. Instead of having to give people answers, all I have to do is get curious and ask questions. And I can ask questions. When I was a kid, my dad told me if, you, if I wanted to know something, ask the question. And then a week later, he was like, why do you ask so many questions? And I'm like, you told me if I want to know, I just got to ask. And so I, I know I know how to ask questions. Maybe I've just forgotten to exercise that muscle. And then the next thing that I have on the list, I only got two down so far. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not done here, but the the next one is to learn how to play harmonica. So it's something I've wanted to do for quite a few years. And a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, you know what? 2023, I'm going to make it my year to learn how to play a harmonica. And so I am. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I know we are at uh, 35 minutes already, but I'm going to go quickly over the goals that I've written down. And uh, for 2023, I've got a decent list. And we'll, uh, that will give you an idea of what I'm working towards this year. And I'm just going to go through them real quick and then we'll wrap it up. And that'll be the end. So number one is debt freedom. 
Number two is uh, the coaching business, becoming successful. Number three is profitable farm. Uh, number four is to become a multimillionaire. That one's a long, long-term goal. That's not a this-year goal. Number f- uh, The next one is completing my house, then adding property maintenance slash management to my construction business. The next one is children. I would love to have kids. Obviously, I can only do so much with that. Um, doing my part, we'll just leave it there. The next one is to travel more and experience different cultures. Another long-term goal is to be able to give away a million dollars over the course of my life. Next is rental properties, a marketing business, um, affiliate marketing income to uh, be more a fit person. I would like to grow my beehives. I would like to work more from home. I would like to cash off a brand new Silverado um, High Country Edition. That's not going to be this year. Some of these are long-term goals, obviously. Also, would like to make seven figures a year. And then specific to this year is to make $20,000 in my coaching consulting business and also to learn harmonica. So those are the things that I've written down. Obviously, some of those are very long-term, 5, 10, 20, 50 years down the road. But they are all doable if I find the right mentors, find the right people who can push me towards that, who can hold me accountable to that. So that's all I've got today. I hope this podcast inspires you to set your own goals, but to not stop at setting goals, continue on to mapping out the steps to achieving goals. But not just any goals. Set goals that are specific to what you want in life that will help you create the life and career that you want to live. Not somebody else's goals, not somebody else's life, not somebody else's career, but what you want. Do good work. 